When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline Leaf, and today I'm going to be talking to you about what it means to be passive-aggressive and how you can recognize that in others and what to do about it and how you can potentially recognize that in yourself and what to do about it. But before we begin, I just want to remind you that these podcasts are for educational purposes. And if you have a medical issue, please contact the appropriate medical professional. And also, if you enjoy my podcast and want to help me keep making them free and accessible to everyone, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts and leaving me a five-star review and share the podcast with friends and family and on social media. It would mean so much to me. We all need a little bit of help cleaning up our mental mess. And going into life every day, there's so many opportunities for us to get messy. And you know, the biggest message that I share with everyone is that it's okay to make a mess. Just being human and being alive, we are going to make a mess in our the way we respond, in our relationships, and that's totally okay. The way we manage, the, the big thing is that we need to manage that mess. We mustn't stay in the mess, we must recognize it, own it, and then we can repair and we can grow. And that's what this podcast is all about, about helping you accept in a kind and loving way where you're at in your life, standing back, looking at these messes that we all make, no one's exempt, finding out why we're making these messes and deconstructing and reconstructing them into a healthy way that we can function. And I relate all these, these, this concept to all these different topics. So today we're going to be talking about the, the concept of passive aggression and how that can make a mess in our life and each other's lives and how we can fix that. So I am really thrilled to talk about this because it's such an important topic. So passive aggressiveness is a form of indirect aggressive communication. Passive-aggressive people will mask their anger or frustration in different ways, so rather than being outright with their emotions. So essentially, it's characterized by a sort of hidden hostility, avoidance, like an avoidance, hidden hostility. I do want to point out that almost everyone at some point in their life, at different times and depending on circumstances, will display passive-aggressive behavior. So it's not just some people, it's generally This is something that we can all fall into. And then there are some people that have got into the habit of doing that. As you know, I teach you that if you do something repeatedly, whatever you think about the most grows, whatever you focus your attention on is going to grow. We call this the quantum Zeno effect in quantum physics. But basically, if you keep focusing on it, it's going to grow and grow and grow. And over cycles of 63 days, it becomes automatized. And then it basically drives your behavior. Now, that doesn't mean that you're stuck with this behavior. So if you've, if you've been being living, operating in a passive-aggressive way for maybe a few months or maybe a, a few years, it doesn't mean you can't change this. Because with your mind, you can change your brain and your body and your memories in your mind, brain, and body. 
because our memories are stored in thought trees inside our mind, brain and our body and they are changeable. Everything about our lives are changeable. And this is such an incredibly hopeful message because if we think we're stuck in that behavior and think that's part of our personality and that's just who we are, that kind of take a lot of hope away from how we, you know, how we feel. And when people lose hope, they lose, you know, a lot of a, a lot of motivation to to move forward and make you very sad. And you know, it can lead to suicidal thoughts and that kind of stuff. So it's always good to remember that you can change, but you can't change what you won't face. So the the other reason that I teach all these things and tell you about all these things is that it's okay if you've been passive aggressive. You don't have to beat yourself up. What you need to do is if you want to change that in your life, own it and say, okay, well, I've been passive aggressive. This is what I'm for being like this for maybe a few months. I've been doing these things and I really want to change this. And you basically sit back and you own it in that way. Give yourself permission. Recognize that this is something, a way that you are showing up because of something and then proceed to sort it out and repair and grow from there. And I know it sounds easier than said than done. But we're too hard on ourselves and we can't change something that we don't aren't aware of it. And if we don't give ourselves permission to recognize that that's not who we are, it's we are in that stage of life or operating in a certain way, in this case, passive aggression, because of a reason. So when we look at ourselves in that way, it becomes so much easier to change it. When you're aware of something and you're kindly aware of something and you tell yourself that this is not who you are, it's who you've become because of that gives you the power to change it. So there are some people that do use it a lot that have operated in the quantum Zeno effect. So they've used it repeatedly. And so they basically have used this to express feelings of hurt, anger, frustration, pain, or sadness. And it's become automatized. It's become the way that they're operating. It doesn't mean it's their destiny. So if they are asked to do something, they will respond through maybe procrastination and sometimes even intentional mistakes. Because passive aggressive behavior usually communicates more enthusiasm in their words than they will show in their bodies and their actions. Basically, their feelings are expressed through small remarks or actions rather than directly. And this usually causes a lot of conflict in relationships and can be quite destructive, yet it's actually quite common. You've heard me mention the app Blinkist before, probably a few times by now. Well, have you downloaded it? If not, what are you waiting for? It's truly one of the most amazing and useful apps out there and so good for your mental and brain health. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of non-fiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. 8 million people are using Blinkist right now and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business health to history books. Blinkist has the latest titles from bestsellers as well as the classic non-fiction titles you always meant to read but never had time to. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed non-fiction books, all the books you want and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for my audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash DrLeaf, try it free for seven days and save 25% of your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash DrLeaf to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash DrLeaf. So, let's start by me giving you some signs 
that someone is passive-aggressive. They are often cynical, pessimistic, or aggressive, subtly aggressive. They complain about feeling underappreciated. They display bitterness and hostility. They seem to be irritable and frequently in a disagreement with people. They pass backhanded compliments. They refuse to move past an issue while insisting that everything is resolved. They tend to get quiet and distant the moment they perceive conflict, especially when someone gives the silent treatment to them. So shutting people down and not talking to them or trying to address the issue is very typical of passive aggressiveness. Usually if they are confronted about their behaviours, they will insist the other person doesn't understand them or is making unfair assumptions. So they'll respond in a way that makes you kind of feel bad about yourself. They assume others, this is an interesting one, they assume others should know how they feel without telling others. Now before I carry on, I'm giving you a lot of information as I always do and I want to encourage you to also subscribe to my newsletter at drleaf.com. We'll put that link in the show notes and the reason I say that is not only do I give you great information there and tell you about all the things that are coming up in terms of conferences and so on, but I also do a blog weekly and the blog is basically matches the podcast. So if you can write furiously through this podcast or you can go subscribe to my newsletter and you can go and get the, every week when we release the podcast, a couple of days later, we release the blog, the link to the podcast and we and we also have the the actual blog written up. So the link to the podcast plus the blog of the podcast. So it just makes it easier. So now here are some examples of passive aggressive behavior. And just another thing, what I will also add into the show notes and you'll see in our blog are links to research studies around the topics that I cover. Okay, so here are some examples of passive aggressive behavior. Passive aggressive behavior usually entails backhanded compliments. Now, what is a backhanded compliment? So here's an example of a backhanded compliment that I'm sure many parents have heard is, you're amazing for going back to work. I could never let a stranger watch my kids. So embedded in this compliment is judgment and criticism on the way that you've chosen to pursue your life. Now, I have to tell you, this has happened to me a lot. As a working mom, I have been doing research and running my practice and doing what I do since before I had children, all the way through having children, my pregnancies and work, I have always worked. I've always tried to be there as much as I can for my kids, but I'm a better person for working and for basically satisfying. And my kids have said that to me, that if I was just at home, I would be very frustrated because I wouldn't be as good of a parent because I wouldn't be satisfying what I need to do, which is this work that I do. But I have had a lot of children's but parents of their friends making these kind of comments to me you know, with a big smile on their face and saying, oh, wow, you're amazing for working or going back to work or for doing all the things you're doing. I could never let a stranger watch my kids or I'm always there for all their whatever sports activities or whatever or, you know, little things like I never never forget one sitting at a function and and one of the mothers saying to me, oh, my goodness, you're here at this function. Look how happy your child is. And I wanted to think, I thought, well, you know, that was such a such a passive aggressive comment, and I had to do a neurocycle so I wouldn't get mad at this person. And because so, if you get mad at that person, you know you're damaging your own brain. So I had to do a neurocycle and just you know not let it get to me. But that is an example. Another example of passive aggressive behavior can often be seen in the workplace. 
If someone proposes a new plan or an idea, the passive-aggressive person may agree with the plan openly, but then intentionally miss deadlines, procrastinate, or undermine the plan in some subtle way. Another common example that displays passive-aggressive behavior is shortness in language that contradicts the body language of that person. So for example, a person might say, fine, whatever, while there's a disagreement going on, and then they might completely withdraw. So there's so much coming from the, the, the withdrawal, the, the body language, and, and nonverbal communication is 50% of communication. So those two little words, fine, whatever, and then the withdrawing and the cold, you know, coldness or the cutting off or the gaslighting is, is saying so much more than the, than the words. So, or someone might be showing outward expression of anger or frustration, but then say, I'm not mad, but you can see they're mad. Sometimes passive-aggressive people will intentionally omit important information that may be really important and then say something like, I thought you knew, but they did that intentionally and act like they were innocent while the person they didn't share the information with is now struggling or affected in some way. I mean, that can, you know, I'm, I'm listing a bunch of stuff. and. You know, as I'm as I'm listing these things, I'm sure you can relate to a lot of them. I'm sure you've done some of them. I have. Okay, I can own it. I can own my messes because if I own my mess, I can change it. I can manage it. I don't keep that mess inside of me, and I can repair and grow. And I don't have the damage in my brain and my body. So that's why I tell you these things because you know, own it. If you do, if you've done this, which I'm I'm sure you've done some of these things that I'm saying. I'm sure you know someone who's done them. It's okay. Own them, learn about them, and repair them, okay? Sarcasm is also a very common sign of passive-aggressive people, especially people who are always sarcastic. When they receive backlash from their sarcasm, they will usually say things like, can't you take a joke? Or, I'm just being sarcastic. Don't you have a sense of humor? So you kind of get made to feel bad. Passive-aggressive people may also stir others up with their indirect aggression to a point that that person reacts. So they're kind of calm, but they're stirring and saying things and throwing things out there, and then the other person explodes and reacts. However, they will maintain their cool and then invalidate the person who reacts, and they, they ask something like, why are you so upset? Meanwhile, they've been you know, prodding you and saying these things that have just totally triggered you. And then they all cool and calm because they did this intentionally, and then you're upset, and then they say, why are you so upset? And you will be made once again to feel like a guilty person. Or they may shift the responsibility. For example, if they're acting as if they're angry at you and they're approached, they may say, I'm not mad at you, I'm just in a mood. So they justify and change it around. Then you kind of feel you know, bad again. Oh, wow, I didn't understand they were in a mood and I didn't give them space. And then you feel bad again. They may also say they are fine and okay, but actually they're not. And then they start resenting their loved ones for not noticing that they're not okay. Here they are deliberately not saying what they feel, but they act as if the other, it's the other person's fault for not knowing. So we, we need to understand just from this aspect that no one is an expert on anyone else's feelings. And, you know, you can, the research shows that you can, if you know someone really well, you'll, you'll be about 70% accurate in trying to work out what they are going through, but you're still not going to be 100%. And if you don't know someone, it drops from 70 down to 50 down to 30 and sometimes even lower. So, you know, we, we can also send conflicting messages by what we say and with our body, and it can be confusing. So it's easy not to understand that someone else is not okay. And that's why we need to learn to be much more expressive. And it's one of the things I talk a lot about in this podcast is, you know, explain what you're feeling. 
you know, don't, don't keep it in. Get it out there. Let people understand so that they don't misread or make assumptions about you that aren't going to be true. There are multiple different reasons that may, that may have led someone to display passive-aggressive behaviors. So there's always a because of. If anyone is showing up, you or anyone else is showing up with whatever, and in this case, we're talking about passive-aggressiveness, there's always a reason because passive-aggressiveness damages you. you are, if you are being passive-aggressive, you are damaging your own mind, brain, and body. And if you are on the receiving end of passive aggressiveness, it's very, very disturbing in the, to the relationship and is also damaging. So we influence each other, we impact each other. So th- because that is a negative impact, then it can, it, then it's, there's a because of, and it needs to be managed. It's a mess and we need to clean up the mess. And we clean up the mess by, as I keep on saying, we clean up the mess by accepting that we're doing it, by owning it, by becoming aware of it. And doing that in a way that we're not judging ourselves, but are actually saying, okay, what you've done is not great. It's hurting people. It's hurting yourself. Let's, how can we change this? How can I fix this? So it's always important to come at yourself or others if you're helping them with tremendous grace and kindness. Everyone shows up the way they're showing up for a reason. So there are multiple different reasons, okay, that may have led someone to display passive aggressive behaviors. And it is important to understand them because we need, as I've just said, no one is flawless. We all need to show compassion and we all need to have compassion for ourselves and we all need compassion. And secondly, we need to understand how to deal with passive aggressive people so that we're able to protect ourselves from being hurt by those behaviors. So I'm not asking you to sacrifice yourself for someone who's in a passive aggressive mode because of the fact that that's not who they truly are. They're showing up like that because of. It doesn't mean that you have to get hurt. You need to learn how to protect yourself because if you get hurt, it's going to make the situation worse for both of you. But if you know how to recognize it and protect yourself, then you are then able to operate from from wisdom and that wisdom can diffuse the situation and help the person to see that their passive aggressiveness is not getting anywhere and that it's damaging to themselves and you can then help them to see that and help them to then change. So some causes of passive aggressive behavior, and obviously these are not everything, these are just some. Some people who exhibit passive aggressive behavior began doing it in their childhood. They could have been influenced by their parents or by those around them or someone at school or someone that the caretaker that they spent a lot of time with, or siblings, grandparents, uncles, aunts, a friendship that was a family friend that was around a lot, big cousin staying at home or something. So they could have learned those behaviors from their environment. They may not have been allowed maybe to directly express their emotions in the environment in which they were raised. So they find other ways to channel their emotions, which can potentially come out as passive aggressiveness. So it's not always that if you can't express your emotions, you will become passive aggressive. It's not that causative link. It is one of the things that can happen when you are not able to really express your emotions. Passive aggressiveness is one of the things that can develop as a pattern in your life. This holiday season will certainly be more special than last. It's finally time to gather together and exchange thoughtful gifts with the people you care about. In the midst of all the holiday excitement, think about giving yourself the gift of an Audible membership. Now is the absolute best time to do it with a special offer of 46% off your first four months. 
With Audible, you can listen to more of whatever you're into because Audible has it all. An unbeatable selection of audiobooks, tons of binge-worthy podcasts, and exclusive originals. All audiobooks are available to download or stream. Here's what you get. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month like the latest bestseller or hottest new release, and it's yours to keep forever. But here's the best part. You also get full access to Audible's streaming library, the Plus Catalog. Discover your next podcast obsession. Check that audiobook off your bucket list or get lost in a world of original content from celebrity creators, best-selling authors and leading experts. The kind of stuff you can't hear anywhere else. Stream all you want as much as you want. Right now, for a limited time, save 46% off your first four months of Audible. That's only $7.95 a month. Give yourself the gift of listening. For more, go to audible.com slash drleaf. That's audible.com slash drleaf. The link and details will be in the show notes. Some people may be passive aggressive because of child abuse and neglect or other forms of abuse. And these incidences can cause people to have low self-esteem and also have an aversion to outright confrontation. So as I said, these are not exclusive, but these are really good This is good information to help you when you actually go through the activity of trying to change or help someone change or protect yourself. Some people may be passive aggressive because they're in an environment where outright expression of emotions is not socially acceptable. So that could be a very religious environment or in the workplace or public events or you just, you know, some families culturally just have the philosophy that you just must always hide your feelings and always look perfect on the outside. And some people really struggle with the vulnerability that an outright expression of emotion can call for. So they just may be highly sensitive people, which is not anything bad, but it can, if it's not managed properly, can land up becoming potentially some kind of passive aggressiveness because of the vulnerability that they feel when they are more outright in the expression of emotions. They may fear rejection or anger. They may have some social anxiety or struggle with self-esteem and insecurities for Also a million different reasons. Some people may find this an easier route than confronting people directly. So indirectly being passive aggressive instead of confronting people directly comes from something and they may find it easier as a coping strategy, but it's not sustainable because it affects relationships, which is why we're having this discussion. All these reasons show why it's so important to have compassion for people who resort to passive aggressive behaviors. As I keep saying, we all have our flaws, so the more we try to understand others, the better we become at communicating with each other and accepting one one another and accepting ourselves. When you know someone who communicates in a passive-aggressive way and have found that it's affecting you in a negative way, here are some things that you can do to manage how you react to them. So now I'm going to take you through a neurocycle that if you're the one on the receiving end of someone who is being passively aggressive and it's affecting you, here are, there are a few ways you can, you can ma- learn how to manage them. So use the NeuroCycle. NeuroCycle's five steps. It's gather, reflect, metacog, recheck, active reach. It is a system I've developed over the last 38 years of being in this field of mind-brain-body research. I still research it. I still do clinical trials. And it is a system for how you manage your mind, get your wise mind to talk to your messy mind, to dig deep into the non-conscious mind and f- Get a hold of that wisdom and then direct your thinking in a, in a healthier way so that you then also change the structure of your brain, your neural wiring in your brain and the cells of your body in a healthier direction. Because every single experience we have 
Every passive-aggressive moment has is wired into our brain in a toxic way, and it's in our body, and it's in our mind in the gravitational fields. So it's in all three places. So therefore, the neurocycle is a way that we can recognize that this is that we are being affected by this passive-aggressive person, and that that if being affected by means that you've got changes in your neural wiring, changes in the cells of your brain and your body, and changes in your gravitational fields of your mind that are not healthy, which are then increasing your vulnerability to battling with your mind, to physical problems and so on over time. So the neurocycle is this fantastic system into which you can fit lots of different techniques. I explain it beautifully in my latest book called Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, same name as this podcast. You can pick it up wherever books are sold and also on our website, drleaf.com. And I have an app that I have researched clinically as well, and it's called Neurocycle, the same name as the system. And that you can pick up it, you can download from iTunes and Google Play. And it's fantastic because we are, it's like me literally giving you therapy, walking you through the Neurocycle, the five steps over cycles of 63 days, which is the time that it takes to rewire neural networks and change the cells in your body and change the, the gravitational fields of your mind. So I walk you through that and I give you lots of extra little mini neurocycles to help you with all kinds of things like dealing with passive aggressive people. I have been in the mind brain body field of health for many years. And one consistent theme I have noticed is that a healthy gut microbiome is crucial to a healthy life. This is why I love Pendulum Therapeutics, the first and only biotech company to isolate an important beneficial bacterial strain and put that strain into a convenient new probiotic-rich capsule that is formulated to help manage type 2 diabetes and nurture your body's microbiome. In fact, Pendulum Glucose Control is the only medical probiotic clinically shown to help manage type 2 diabetes when it's taken with medication. This is so important because over time, people with type 2 diabetes lose the gut bacteria that help them digest fiber and manage blood glucose levels. For those with type 2 diabetes, diet and exercise alone are often not enough to manage it. The best approach emphasizes diet, exercise, and a healthy gut microbiome, which is what Pendulum Therapeutics does. If you or someone you love has type 2 diabetes, take control of glucose levels with Pendulum Glucose Control. Use code DRLEAF at PendulumLife.com to get 20% of all products. That's P-E-N-D-U-L-U-M-L-I-F-E.com. Promo code DRLEAF for 20% off. The link and details will be in the show notes. Okay, so here's like a brief overview now of how to use a neurocycle to help you. You're going to first gather. What, so gather is the first step, gather awareness. So we're going to systematically stand back with kindness and gentleness and observe ourselves. And we're going to observe how we are dealing with someone you know who's passive aggressive. Just try and see, so in other words, how are you current? You first need to know what you're doing. How are you currently dealing with someone you know who's passive aggressive towards you? And as you're doing that, you need to basically, in that process of gathering awareness, have a look at are you coming, is it making you feel angry? Is it making you feel frustration? Is it working you up? In other words, what is gather awareness of how you are responding? Then reflect on that and reflect that if you feel uneasy if you're feeling that you get worked up, if you're feeling like you get panicky, you withdraw, you feel and your heart starts beating, so reflect on why. Why is it 
And when you when you reflect, you are asking, answering, and discussing to find out the details of what it is about their behavior. So you get you dive into the specifics of their behavior. They say this kind of thing, it makes me feel like this. They do this kind of thing, it makes me feel like this. And so you get very specific in reflecting, asking, answering, discussing to work out what the actual action is and the response that you're having. Then you, the third step is to metacog. And metacogging is a, a way of writing that pulls the two sides of the brain together and helps you to dig deep into the depths of your unconscious mind and find things that are there that you didn't even know were there and to get those out so that you can change them and really brings you to a higher level of incredible wisdom. I teach you how to do this in my book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, and my book, Think, Learn, Succeed, and also in my app, NeuroCycle. There's a little video. And when you use a metacog, you're literally pulling things up from the non-conscious that will give you an, an understanding of maybe your, for example, your response to this person's passive aggressiveness is coming from a place of, of, of pain inside of your of some experience you've had and, and when they treat you like that it's triggering something in you which is making you more vulnerable and then back you battle to deal with it so you can start seeing things in yourself that are increasing your vulnerability to this person and when you deal with those that makes you more resilient to what that to the passive aggressiveness of that person helps you to be kinder to yourself and in being kinder to yourself you will then be automatically be kinder to that person and not be affected by them negatively so once you write that down you then move into, in the metacog, you then move into step four, which is the recheck. And in the recheck, you're going to try and work out antidotes to get yourself into the right space to deal with the stuff. So this is where you you have got to the point where you, from all the, from the previous three steps, you know now that this is what you're doing. This is how you respond. This is what they're doing. And now this is, you found out why you're doing that. And now you want to work out a way of dealing with that. So how not to Get, come from a place of anger to make sure that you're not coming from a place of anger. Recognizing coming from a place of anger is not making it better, it's making it worse. And the place of anger is because they hurt you because of X, Y, Z. Don't come from a place of frustration. Make sure that you calm yourself down, maybe doing some breath work and that kind of thing before you actually talk to them. So you're getting yourself into a place where you are in the right space to deal with it. And when you are in that right space, you can then try to communicate to this person and that this is an open environment that they can that they safe to share their emotions. It's not open and not safe until you feel safe. So you can't say that to someone if you're still feeling very affected by that person. So you need to understand what it is that they're doing, why you're triggered, understand with compassion that that's not who they are, that they're responding like that because of. And when you're in that space, then the anger, the frustration, etc., changes, and then you are then you can communicate with that person that this is a safe environment and they can share their emotions because you're more resilient and they'll feel safe. And in doing that, they then will see what they're doing and they will hopefully change. This also requires that you don't become reactive because that's exactly the fire, the fuel to the fire of an aggressive, a passive aggressive person. That's exactly what will get them going. So honestly, in this, that's why it's so important to do this neurocycle because reactivity is coming from your place of pain. So when you cannot be reactive, it means that you've actually got to the point where it's not affecting you. If you're reactive and angry and frustrated, it's still affecting you, okay? And then no one's going to benefit. Another thing is don't use name calling when you are talking, trying to deal with this stuff. And don't say that they're being passive aggressive. It's just going to make the situation worse. You know, you, it's going to add fuel to the fire. 
kindness and love and gentleness firm within boundaries and is going to be the a more effective way. Don't react in the very way in the very way they're afraid of that prevents them from being open and honest. And that can happen. So they're afraid of being rejected and someone getting mad at them. So if you react like that, that makes them more afraid and then kind of just perpetuates the pattern. So I know this is hard to do if you're on the receiving end, and that's why I say do the work on yourself first. Show them grace in the same way that you would want grace, and then some active reach is step five. So that at this stage, all these things fall into the into the recheck where you are creating the antidotes for how you're going to approach this, and then some that, that's kind of all the preparation, and then you can go into the actual action. You know, you can do things like before you make sure that you've got all the things I've described in place. And then you could maybe practice some level of assertive communication, how to be open and honest and direct and be specific about the ways in which you have been negatively impacted by their behaviors. So once you've come to a point and you've done all the previous three steps, five, four steps, then you can practice being direct and practice the wording of what you need to say to, to show them how you've been negatively impacted by their behaviors. But remind them that this issue won't change how you feel about them, that you understand that they're coming from a place of pain and that you want to address it because you care about the relationship. Sometimes these attempts that I've just described don't work because passive-aggressive people have often formed a very hard shell for protection. And in these cases, try to validate and empathize with them. Listen to their reasons or excuses, even if it's very frustrating to hear, and try empathizing. This is hard, but it works. It neutralizes. It's sending out a very strong theta wave. It is increasing the theta wave in that person, which enables them to calm down. Love completely. The more love you pour on the situation, obviously protecting yourself. I'm not asking you to be a doormat. Okay, is you know try empathizing, try listen and hear and say I understand. What do you you let let them speak, and that is a way of of cracking the shell, neutralizing or melting down that shell. But once you've listened to them and set clear boundaries that there are certain behaviors that are hurting you, hopefully they will be responsive. It's important to give them time. Okay, so if you don't get right the first time, if you don't manage to crack that shell, then you put up that, you know, create a clear space boundary. I like to talk about boundaries as giving space, which they are, but I think boundaries is a word that's used a lot at the moment. And I've done a podcast on seeing boundaries rather as spaces. We are used visuals and things, so you'll see it on YouTube too, so I recommend you go listen to that. So once you've listened to them and set clear boundaries or clear spaces, that there are certain behaviors that are hurting you, you're not going to tolerate that. Hopefully they will be responsive, but it's important to give them time. Okay, so you might, might find that after this type of conversation, their behaviors will start to slowly change. However, if you've tried many times and the person is unwilling to listen or continue to harm you through their passive-aggressive behavior, It's time to create even more space and set firmer boundaries to protect your mental well-being and you don't have to feel bad about it. Hopefully they will see your your model, be aware enough of what you've basically modeled and will come around. But just remember that passive-aggressive communication comes from a place of fear or, or hurt. Always remember that. Those people want to be loved and accepted in the same way that you do. So you might be the one to actually break through. As the holiday season approaches, many people also want to maintain an optimal state of mind and body so that they have the energy to enjoy their time with family and friends. One way I make sure I keep my brain and body in good shape while celebrating the holidays with my loved ones is making sure I get enough good quality protein. This is why I love Ritual's Essential Protein. 
a delicious plant-based protein offered in three premium formulations for distinct life stages and unique nutrient needs and made with the same high standards of approach and commitment to traceability that Ritual is known for. I personally love adding their essential protein to almond milk for a quick pre-workout smoothie. It is so delicious and easy to remember as I go about my daily routine, especially with their flexible and easy-to-use subscription service. For tomorrow, as much as today, Ritual's protein is made with nutrients to support bones, brains, and muscles and help maintain muscle mass as you age. Their clean, plant-based formulas are specifically created to support nutrient needs of different life stages, mainly 18-plus pregnancy and postpartum and 50-plus with 20 grams of pea protein plus a complete amino acid profile as well as essential choline help to fill common dietary gaps. So, why not shake up your ritual? To make trying something new less scary, Ritual offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Plus, my listeners get 10% off during your first three months. Just visit ritual.com forward slash Dr. Leaf to add essential protein today. That's ritual.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. The link and details will be in the show notes. So here are some signs and things you can ask yourself if you think you may be the passive aggressive person. Okay, so up till now we've talked about if you're on the receiving end. And at the beginning I mentioned that, you know, you may be also at times passive aggressive. And I also mentioned that at times we are all passive aggressive. But some people have maybe get into, got into a, a stronger pattern. So if you think this is actually describing you, don't feel bad. Give yourself grace and kindness. It's a mess. It's not who you are. It's how you're showing up because of. So to find out if that is you, here are some signs and things you can ask yourself if you think you may be a passive-aggressive person. Do you feel confused or conflicted about your emotions? Do you feel shame or embarrassed or scared about the emotions you are feeling? Do you fear conflict and avoid open confrontation with heavy emotions? Do you feel like other people won't care about you or your emotions? Do you often keep quiet if you have a different view or opinion, but you feel you will lose the other person's approval? Do you ever feel frustrated or angry at someone but don't feel prepared to talk to them? Do you struggle to talk about how you feel when someone has hurt you? Passive-aggressive behavior stems from a type of self-protection and fear of vulnerability. However, as we've been saying, it's damaging to yourself and to the people that you're in contact with. And so here's how you can work on this yourself. So if if you believe that those are some of the signs, you are going to work on this yourself. So the first thing, do a neurocycle. Do it over 63 days. You can learn how to do this in my book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. Link will be in the show notes. And my app called NeuroCycle, you're going to go through the five steps, as I mentioned, five steps earlier on, are gather, reflect, metacog, recheck, and active reach. Okay, so the first thing is you're going to gather awareness. You can't change what you're not aware of. The minute you're aware of something, you bring it into the conscious mind and it becomes weakened in the mind, the brain, and the body, which means you can change it, which is really great news. That's what the NeuroCycle helps you to do. Bring it up and change it into something that you would prefer to have inside of you, a healthier way of responding. So you would gather awareness of those questions I already asked, so I'm going to read them again. Do you ever feel confused or conflicted about your emotions? Gather awareness of these, okay? Gather awareness of if you feel shame or embarrassed or scared about the emotions you're feeling. Gather awareness of if you feel conflict and avoid open confrontation with heavy emotions. And gather awareness if you whether you feel like other people won't care about you or your emotions. Gather awareness 
if you often keep quiet or if you have a different if you have a different view or opinion, but you fear that you'll lose another person's approval. Gather awareness if you ever feel frustrated or angry at someone, but don't feel prepared to talk to them. Gather awareness if you struggle to talk about how you feel when someone has hurt you. And gather awareness of your impact on other people. How are you impacting other people? How are they reacting to you when you say these, make the comments that are passive-aggressive or act in passive-aggressive ways? Then you would reflect on that. Reflect is the best way to try and understand why you communicate like this is to ask, answer, discuss, ask, answer, discuss, ask, answer, discuss. Where does this passive-aggressive behavior stem from? There's always a because of. Is this the way you grew up expressing anger or frustration? Or is there past trauma that you can tie this to? Are there certain situations that trigger more passive-aggressive communication in you than others? Is there something from your childhood or adolescence or marriage or early workplace that's, that you've or situations that you've been living in recently that have triggered this this response in you? Have you tried communicating in an open way? So use these questions to reflect and help you recognize your behavior in different situations. And the, these questions in this reflect, pro, gather and reflect process will help you recognize that passive aggressiveness is not less aggressive. It's not a, it is not a mild form of aggression. It's just an indirect form of aggression. So it's still aggression. And it's still damaging to your brain, mind, and body as well as others. Then go to the third step where you metacog and you write down all the things that you that you gathered awareness of and reflected on. Then you can recheck to find your patterns and triggers and then and find antidotes. So it's basically normal to have feelings of anger and frustration with family and friends and still have the same relationships. So to be open to, to accept that, be open to confrontations, recognize what you're doing the action, the, the passive-aggressive action, its impact on others, and what is your antidote? What can you do differently? That's not going to be passive-aggressive. That's going to be direct and confrontational with kindness. And then the fifth step, your active reach. Try practicing expressing your emotions openly. You can maybe do this in front of a mirror. You're doing therapy. When you do this, practice assertive, kind communication which is a way of clearly expressing your thoughts and feelings and emotions without using attacking language and without putting down the other person's thoughts or feelings and emotions and not assuming that they know what you want or need. So don't assume that they know what you want or need, but rather tell them in this direct, calm, kind, assertive way. And this takes practice. This involves also treating the person that you're in conflict with as part of a team where you can both figure it out how to resolve the issue and not seeing them as the enemy or seeing yourself as alone. Give yourself time and grace as you work through this. Nothing can be achieved overnight. It takes cycles of 63 days. So you can fit this this exercise into the app and you can literally let me walk you through that with audio and video over 63 days to help you do all these five steps I've just described. So give yourself time at least one cycle of 63 days. You may need more depending on how long you've done this for, how deep the trauma is, etc., how complex. Give yourself time and grace as you work through this. Nothing can be achieved overnight. Don't get frustrated at yourself if you find yourself reverting back to these behaviors again. Everything, every time you, you try something, you're changing. You're getting better and better and all the time. And in the process of changing, sometimes things get worse before they get better. Not sometimes, all the time. So you may revert and find that you go through a period of, of worse passive aggressiveness because you start recognizing the trauma that it came from and you're kind of grieving and in a confused state. And that's why doing this with a you know, baby, going to a therapist, 
to help you work through this is really important, especially if it's affecting your relationships in a way that they're becoming non-functional. The very fact that you're willing to work on yourself is so powerful and so important. Thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to talking next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter, where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.